0: Preach to us, brother. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we all give the Lord a great hand clap of praise this morning? Hallelujah. Oh, he's worthy of more than that. Why don't you give him a great hand clap of praise today? Praise God, praise God, praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. So thankful for God's goodness and his mercy, his blessings, allowing us to be in his house to worship. To praise and to magnify his great name. We're serving a good God today. We're serving a very, 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 very good God today. Amen. Lord bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. We're so thankful for everyone that's in the house of the Lord today. To our guests that are here. We're so glad that each and every one of you are here. to see Sister Alexander here today. And uh, and good to see Brother Kurt and Stephanie here today and uh, everyone else that's in the house of God. If you are a guest here, why don't all the home folks just give all of our guests a good hand clap. And enjoyed what Brother Duplessy had to say about being thankful. The thing about being thankful for is when you start thinking about all the goodness of God, it's hard to find a stopping place. Amen. And God has been so good to us. And uh, we can all testify to the fact of how great and how good God has been. Let me make some announcements before we get into the word of the Lord this morning. And uh, I want to uh, let you know that as of right now, before service, there was 30 turkeys that are left. And so if you're interested in one, uh, get over there and get in line as soon as church is out. And, uh, they will take care of that. So immediately after church, you want to get over there. And, uh, so they'll, they'll be all gone shortly. And, uh, so take care of that. And, uh, I want to thank everyone, uh, that helped sell the turkeys. And, uh, thank Sister Beverly so much.
1: she ever got us straightened out but she tried hard. so we're
0: going to give her an A for effort today and uh, thank her for working on that and trying So uh, when we finish uh, with these 30 that will be 1096 turkeys that we sold this year. So thanks to everyone that' done your part of selling them all the families that helped out. Special thanks to Sister Michelle and uh, Brother Charles. I think he gets roped into this. And uh, thank you. How many? How many was that, y'all? So, two hundred and forty turkeys. Thank you very much. So far, they they harass me all the time about this, is because she says she does that by. Uh, doing it on facebook i said so far that's one of the very few qualities i've found that anything good that comes out of facebook so <laughs> i guess that's okay but uh <clears throat> anyway thank you so much and to everyone else that sold a lot of people sold a lot of turkeys and for all of you that did not sell a lot but but your quota we thank you for that and it takes everybody working together and I found out this in working with people. Some people are better at some things than other people are. Some people can do some things that some people can't do. And so with everybody doing what they can do, that's the way we have what we have. And so I commend all of you for working so hard uh, to make this a great success. And I want to say this, some of these people that I will be thanking this morning are not here, and uh, so they're going to say that I did not give them credit, but I did, and you are my witnesses today. Uh, I want to say a special thanks, and he never asked for this, and uh, he, in fact, he wants me to keep this very quiet and not tell everybody, but I am thankful, and for the past, I don't know how many years it's been going on uh, that Billy Dan supplies all of these turkeys for us and gives them to the church, donates them, and all of these boxes over here has them brought out here, and takes care of all of that, sends men out here to pack them up to move them around for us. and for that, this whole church congregation is grateful for that so uh, Thank God for the generosity of people that see that giving and donating to the work in the kingdom of God is always profitable. And so we have been able to do a lot of things around here by that. And uh, I want to tell you this: this is how profitable that is. Now you see all of these advertisements in the paper that that turkeys are twenty-nine cents a pound, forty-nine cents a pound, thirty-nine cents a pound, ten cents a pound. But if you read in those small caption, it is a limit of one, and you have to go with the twenty-dollar purchase. We uh, we had to purchase a, a ninety or a hundred extra turkeys, and that hundred extra turkeys cost about nine hundred and fifty dollars. And so you can count that up and see that that is a great donation to the church, and thank him very much. And he's been doing this for many many years, and we do appreciate it very much. I want to say thank you to the men that helped uh, uh, cook the turkeys, to uh, Brother Joe Williams especially. I think that he was there every day, pretty much all day every day, and uh, <clears throat> I think the reason why was he was trying to hurry up and get through where he could leave and go see his grandkids, and uh, but for whatever reason, I'm thankful for that, and I want to say a special thanks to him and uh, to um, Brother Bill. And uh Brother Bergeron was there just about every day that we cooked turkeys, and I appreciate that. Brother Atkins come over. He is preaching for Brother brother Corcoran, and I found out a much better way to do this. I told him to schedule Brother Corcoran for October, November, and then he can just come over and help us, and we don't even have to pay him. So that works out pretty good. And so we thank Brother Corcoran for supplying Brother Atkins to us, and uh, he helped us. And um, so we thank him for that. Uh, Brother Greg helped us on these turkeys. I'm not sure all of it was because he wanted to. It's because he didn't have a choice, but thank you anyway. And uh, Brother Ryan um, Martinez donated all the wood, brought it up here for us, and we are thankful for that. And uh, so all of these people working together and all of you working together makes everything work and a success. I can't do anything uh, on my own and um, I need people's help. And so thanks to all of those who helped. Lord bless you for your work and uh, for your support to the church. Thank you very much. And so everybody just give all of yourselves a good hand clap and a good pat on the back today.
1: <clears throat>
0: I want to uh, remind you uh, this is Thanksgiving week, so we will not be having a midweek service. We will be having church tonight. And so be here for church tonight. Brother Lucian from Haiti will be here with us. And uh, he has been here once before. And he I, I had the privilege uh, to go over there uh, this past summer and uh, see the work that God is doing through him. And an amazing work, and we'll be hearing more about that, and he'll be preaching for us tonight. So be faithful to the House of God. Choir practice at 515 before service, and don't forget the prayer room. Be in the prayer room tonight. The prayer room is utmost importance uh, to the service. Also, uh, we were glad uh, this past weekend we had Brother England here with us. Brother Bryant was supposed to be here with us Sunday morning and Sunday night and Monday and uh, he was unable to come Sunday, so Brother England filled in for him. We had great services the weekend and then Monday night. Brother Greg Bryant will be back here Sunday, uh, next Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday. So we're going to have church Sunday and Monday again, and this will probably continue on like this for two or three weeks. So be prepared for that, the change in the order of service. So remember uh, those announcements. And uh, I want to say thank you for those who provided the meal. Brother and Sister John Costner uh, provided the meal uh, for the Golden Eagles Tuesday night. We had a great time. Can all the Golden Eagles compliment them for a great meal? And uh, we had such a great time. There's one thing about the Golden Eagles. They get there before it starts, and they want to leave before it's over. And uh, they will eat when they get there. The young people drag in late, and they never want to go home. And uh, so uh, proud of all of our senior saints. Aren't we thankful for our senior saints today? And then last night, uh, we took the young people over to Houston to the Taste of Texas for their Thanksgiving feast. And uh, a feast it was. We had a great time. And um, I want to tell you, uh, Golden Eagles, y'all come out a lot better than the young people came out because y'all's meal uh, uh, Tuesday night was a whole lot cheaper than that meal they paid for last night. And uh, we had a great time. I think there was uh, 30, 35 of us went over uh, to uh, Taste of Texas, had a great time. Thank Brother uh, Alan and Sister Angela and and. And Grandma and Pops for taking us over there. And uh, so thankful for all of God's blessings. God is just a good God. Amen. We are missing uh, a very wonderful couple this morning. Brother and Sister Daniel is not able to be in church today. Brother Daniel is very, very sick and needs a touch from the Lord. And uh, he's been having some uh, problems with having strokes the last week or ten days or so, and needs a miracle from God. And I know a God that is a miracle worker. I know a God that is a healer. Amen. And God is so good to us, and I appreciate Brother and Sister Daniel and their work for God and the kingdom of God for many, many years and pastored for 40 years and been living for God for so many years and faithful to this wonderful truth. And we want to hold them up in prayer today. All of those who are sick and unable to be here, we are praying for them. And all of you that are battling situations in your life, our prayers are with you today. And I'm glad I'm in the house of God. Amen. I'm glad that I come to worship, to praise, and to magnify the Lord. I want to tell you at the start today, this service will be a little bit different than normal. Uh, I've got some things I want to share with you today. And uh, this is a time of thanksgiving. This is a time where we reminisce over the year of the things that God has done for us and the blessings that God has given us. And uh, we just stop and pause for a few moments to give God thanks and praise for all that He has done. So if you have your Bibles, if you want to stand for the reading of the Word of the Lord, let's turn to Psalms chapter 105 and verse number 1. Psalms chapter 105 and verse number 1. There is many, many scriptures that we could read today in our hearing to uh, help us to understand the importance of giving thanks to the Lord. And I think that when you read the book of Psalms, you will find the writers of Psalms, the psalmists, and uh, especially David, and it goes on from there, many other ones that contributed to this great book, that we find that it is Uh, A lot of times just giving praise to the greatness of God and all that God has done for them. And so it gives us instruction that all of us should give praise and glory and honor to God. So verse number one says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Uh, Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all His wondrous works. Glory ye in His holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Let's look at this Scripture again as we read it. Pay attention to what the Word of God is saying. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of his wondrous works. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name, let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Let's put our Bibles down, lift our hands toward heaven, and thank God for his word today. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the promises of your word. I pray that you anoint your word, anoint the messenger today, anoint us to hear, to receive, and to respond to your word. Let's give him praise all over this house this morning. God, we praise you. God, we worship you. God, we magnify your wonderful name. Lord, bless you. You may be seated. It's also so good to have Brother Joe's mother here with us in the house of the Lord today. And if I miss you, I do apologize for that. And uh, thank you so much. Don't blame me. Blame all of those back there supposed to be getting your names when you come through the door. But anyway, the Word of God tells us over and over the, uh, the importance of being thankful and blessing the name of the Lord. As I look upon this time of celebration that we are coming upon i I find it very interesting, and I find it very disturbing as I look at society today and the way that society approaches things and society does things and um, i i don 't know. Uh, you know, I, I was reading some things, and I 'll share that with you a little later, but I was reading some things and about Americans and about our attitudes and our our look and our approach to life and the things that that we have. And uh, the studies show that we are living in one of the most ungrateful generations that has ever been. Uh, born in this great nation That we I don't And and not to reflect on all of us And our ungratefulness But I think it's just Society that we have been blessed so much It seems that The more that we are blessed The less time that we take to thank God Or anyone else For those blessings that God Has bestowed upon us And so I, I look at at society and society's way of approaching things And and uh, we are living in a time uh, That that it's give me, give me, give me What are you going to give me And what are you going to bless me with And how you're going to do this And I need more And I need this And I need that Until we get so busy with our getting and what we have Until we have so little time to be grateful and thankful for the things that that we have been blessed with. I look and I—I I was in Sam's getting some stuff for uh, to start in preparation of cooking the turkeys. And uh, I, I looked and we, some way now in society, we go from Halloween to Christmas, and we skip a time of Thanksgiving. And I looked in the store the day that they took. The uh, Halloween things down in Sam's, they were putting the Christmas things up, and I said, Chris, I, I just made out, the, I said, Christmas already? We haven't even got to Thanksgiving yet. And uh, one lady said, oh yes, and I just love, I love Christmas. Let's just skip Thanksgiving and go right to Christmas. I, and I, my mind thinks about this and, and Halloween is such an evil time. And I want to tell you, if you, if you participate in Halloween, you need to rethink what you're doing. I don't think we are to dress our kids up for Halloween. Halloween is dedicated to the celebration and glorifying of the devil himself. And that's what it's all about. You look at all the things now. That's, that's not my message this morning. I just thought I'd drop that on you. Think about what you're doing. Amen. Think about the direction that you're taking your children. But with that being said, Christmas is a time of, of, uh, giving and, and, and receiving. I think it's more of a time receiving than it is of the joy of giving but it comes a time of receiving so somewhere in there we forget we forget that we should be thankful for the things that God has blessed us with and the things that God has done for us i look at at thanksgiving and uh, it is a a day that is set aside for a thanksgiving day it is a public holiday that is celebrated on the 4th Thursday of November, and uh, in the United States, it originated as a harvest festival. Thanksgiving has been a celebration nationally on and off since 1789 after the proclamation by George Washington, and it has been celebrated as a federal holiday since the year of 1863 during the American Civil War. President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving and praise to our Father who dwelleth in the heaven to celebrate on the last Thursday of November. The event of the early American colonies called the first Thanksgiving, uh, first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims after the first harvest in the New World in 1621. The feast lasted three days. We have, <clears throat> I guess we have cut back a little bit. If it lasted three days, Lord, we would be in a terrible uh, condition. But it lasted three days as an account uh, by Edward Winslow and uh, his record of this. It was attended by 90 Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. The New England Uh, Colonists were accustomed to regularly celebrating Thanksgiving and the day of prayer and thanking God for the blessings such as military victory, the end of the drought, and the increase of the harvest. Edward Winslow, uh, born in 1595 and passed from this life in 1655, was a separatist who traveled on the Mayflower, in 1620, he was one of the several senior leaders on the ship. And he gives us record of the pilgrims celebrating and giving thanks unto God for all that God had done for them. I think that from the very beginning of time, uh, I, I don't know, I know in my beginning of time, my parents always tried to tell me and teach me how... To be thankful and be grateful for the things that people had given me. And uh, so when they would give you something, they would demand and teach you to say, thank you. That's kind of weak, but to teach you that. And I think that is very necessary for us in raising our children to continue to teach them to say, there we go. Now, one study... Uh, says uh, this, and, you know, you have so many different studies that you can go by and so many different things that you can look at, but it says, who is grateful? And uh, for one, it says women are more grateful than men in almost every measure. And then it says people were less likely to express gratitude in the workplace despite a desire to be thanked more often themselves at work. Boy, is that not people. We hate to say it, but we demand everyone say it to us. And so then, uh, the third is being religious was, uh, was, uh, if you were a religious person, you were more apt to show your gratitude and your feelings toward people and things that was done. Ages 18 to 24-year-olds express gratitude less often than any other age group and more likely to express gratitude for self-serving reasons. Another study says married people are more grateful than any other group around. And so, as I look at this, it lets me know, and these these are American figures and things that are going on in our world here today. This is not worldwide, but this is uh, national. And so, I look at another study that says this about gratitude A gratitude allows us the opportunity and the chance to celebrate, to celebrate our accomplishments, to take time to think about the things that have been given and the things that have been done to our benefit. That's the reason why I think that it is very important that we as Americans always have the highest respect and always take time out of our busy, busy schedule to thank those who fought and are fighting for our freedom at this very present time. Thank God for the leadership of the country. As Brother Duplicia said, although sometimes we do not agree and sometimes we agree, but I think that our society has lost a great deal of respect I think that we are to respect, no matter who is in office, the office itself of the president, of the congressman, of the senator, of our local government and officials. Now, I classify myself as a conservative and uh, I'm with the conservative party. But no matter what party wins the election, I take my hat off even though I may not agree with them. I may never agree with them on anything, but I do agree on one thing that is an office that is set a higher and it is be to be respected and honored. And I want to tell you, if you teach your children this, they'll be less likely to go to prison. They'll be less likely to get in your face and tell you to shut up. It's quite obvious that I never did that to my daddy or my mother. Because I stand before you today. Because if I would have, I would promise you, my mom and my daddy both would be serving time in Folsom Prison. Because I would not be here with you. Thank God for parents that taught me how to be thankful and grateful for the things that God has blessed us with. So gratitude allows us, and I still believe this while I'm on that. There's other ways to protest than protest during the national anthem. That's the way I feel about it. Stand up. Stand up for the flag. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for liberty. Stand up for this country. And I want, I want every young person that's that's brought up in this church to know that we love God, and we love the United States of America, and we honor and respect the men who died and fought for this country. Amen. Amen. And I think that everyone that would feel... You know, Brother Duplicy made mention of this this morning about people trying to get here. I do not blame anyone for wanting to be in this country. And if you go to another country, you'll know why they're trying by every means to come into this country. I do not. I do not. But I think that it ought to be done legally in order because we get too much uh, crime and everything else that comes across. But what I have a problem with is when you come to this country, you ought to fly the flag of the United States of America. If the other country was so good, you ought to just go back and fly their flag the rest of your life. All right, let me get off of politics. But anyway, gratitude, uh, a survey tells us that gratitude blocks toxic emotions. Gratitude, when you show gratitude, it gives you release from envy. It gives you release from resentment. It gives you release from regret. And it gives you release from depression. How do I do that? That's by being thankful for what you have. You see what we get into so many times is we get focused on the have-nots. And I don't have as much as so-and-so. And I don't drive a car like they drive. And I don't have a job like they have. And a lot of them is I don't have a husband or a wife like they have. Shame on you if you're thinking that for sure. But but this is, this is a problem that we have. And you get depressed and you start having resentment. But when you are learn how to be thankful for what you've got. Be thankful for what God has blessed you with. Be thankful for the things that God has done for you. Amen. I told one person one time, I said, "I said, just looking at you, who in the world would want to hire you? That's right. That's right. I need a job. I'm only here because I need a job. It's certainly not because I want to ex- excel in life. I said, man, you ought to go in there and present yourself good and make the person feel like they can't make it unless they hire you. And that causes you to succeed in business and succeed in life. You're never going to get anywhere in life feeling bad at the person that's doing better than you. Amen. Amen. I, I remember... I remember reading a book one time on a a guy that was living on the street, and he had written this book about his success. And uh, he said, you know, he, he lived on the street, and he was pretty much just a bum. And uh, one day, he was laying on the street corner, and this guy pulls up in this red uh, uh, Lamborghini sports car, and he gets out, and he's in a suit and a tie, and nice shoes and nice clothes and dressed and his hair combed good and he gets out of the car and this bum looks up at him he said man he said that sure is a nice car you're driving and the guy looked back at the bum from where he was standing to where he was laying and he said would you like to have a car like that one day he said sure i'd like to have one he said well get up and follow me And that bum gets up and starts following that guy. That guy walks into his nice office, opens the door and he said, you can start, you can start dumping all the trash cans. You can start vacuuming the floor. And he gave this guy an opportunity instead of the guy saying, well, I wanted to start out at the office. I wanted to start out sitting behind the desk. The guy started working and he started, he could dump a trash can better than anybody else. The guy noticed that he was staying late after work to make sure everything was put in place and in order. He noticed that the guy was showing up early for work and he was doing his job before anybody and he noticed that the guy was following him around. And what he said, he said, you know, just come in the office when you get through with your chores and you just follow me around and see what I'm doing. And this guy was a big broker and owned a big broker company. And he started following him around and learning the road. Of the business. And after a couple of years, he said, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a client. And you're going to take care of that client on your own. I believe that you showed your desire to work. Your desire to excel in life. And so he gave him this client in Texas. And this guy started making this client in Texas very, very wealthy. And so so after a period of time, he goes on and this guy lets him start his own business. And he starts his own business in San Francisco. And then a few years years later, he starts his own business in Chicago. And a few years later, he's one of the largest broker companies in the whole United States. Because he said, hey, I'm going to be thankful and not regret. I'm going to be thankful and not scornful of those who have got more than me. But I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. Let me tell you, young people, the secret of success is first, live for God. Secondly, work. Secondly, do what God has called you And do the job that God has given you With all of your heart Amen If it's making a sandwich you got to start out somewhere. If it's making a sandwich, you build the best sandwich that anybody's ever ate. If it's cutting grass, you do the best job cutting grass of anybody in the county. Amen. If it's picking up trash, you pick up the trash better and quicker than anybody. God sees that, number one. The boss sees that, number two. And you are going to be elevated in life if you learn how to be thankful for what you've got amen this is the thing that amazes me in life some things i've yet to understand some things i cannot understand why people go around bitter and jealous and envious of everything that everybody else has got Somebody said, well, Trump has too much money to be president. My lord, I'd rather follow somebody that's been successful. Hey, Amen. I don't want somebody that's broke and don't know what they're doing trying to run the country give me somebody that knows how to do something amen so, well they got they got too much money they got too much this they got too much that the main problem is a lot of people think the preacher has too much money amen don't you want your preacher to be successful amen this is what this is what we should show society if you dedicate your life to god if you give your life to god god will elevate you and god will bless you Hey Amen. I was, I was listening to uh, one very successful denominational preacher. Well, you all know him. I'll call his name, uh, T.D. Jakes in Dallas, and uh, been very successful. Pastors a large church somewhere, I guess around twenty thousand people, and. Um, so uh, they were interviewing him and they was giving him a hard time because he, he was riding in a limousine and he wore nice clothes and he had a nice house and all of that. And he said, you know, he said, the things that I don't understand is you, you may not, you may not agree with what I'm doing or how I'm doing. I'm talking about him. You may not agree with what I'm doing or how I'm doing or what I'm driving or what I'm wearing. He said, but what I want to produce and I want to show through me is that This younger generation does not have to be a hip-hop singer. They do not have to be a drug dealer. They do not have to be some criminal. They don't have to be a sports star. But if they'll give their life to God at an early age and let God start working through them and God start blessing them. Amen. Amen. Now I am thankful because I did not get here by myself. And I don't have what I have by myself. I'm thankful most of all for my parents That taught me this glorious truth I'm thankful secondly of my father-in-law and my mother-in-law That took me in and helped me and taught me and blessed me The reason why I'm here I believe it was God's will But God's will was placed in the hands of a man Amen That brought me in and helped me And helped you to adapt to me and to the way I am Amen And for that I am grateful for But I come to tell young people today The greatest thing that you can ever do is start serving God at an early age. Amen. I gave my heart to God before I turned 18 years old. I started preaching the gospel and God continued to bless me. Amen. Don't be envious of God's blessings on somebody else. Amen. But be thankful for what you've got and God will take you to where you want to go. And when you learn how to show gratitude and be thankful for the things you've got. Now, these are the things that amaze me as I look at society today. Amen. It's always the majority. I say always the majority of the time. It's the person sitting at the red light in a car that will not hardly run. A car that is blowing smoke. A car that's about to blow up. Tires that are no good on their car. And they need the car to run for a long period of time because they don't have any means or any money to replace that car. It's that person normally that slams it to the floor every time they start to take off. When they should be just babying it around because, baby, I need you to run for a long time. But I look at them and I'm driving a nice car and they pass me. And I'm thinking, man, that thing's going to blow up. That thing's going to run hot. You're going to blow a head gasket. You ought to take it easy because you don't have the money to replace it. And they, they, now I'm going to hurt some of you bad right here. They never wash their vehicle, they never clean out their vehicle. Their vehicle looks like the city dump. Now you say, it's mine. It's not much to it. But what's yours that God has blessed you with? You ought to appreciate it. Man, my car drives better when I get the dirt off of it. My truck feels better. When I'm running around, and man, that yellow paint's just glistening because there's no dirt on it. Man, it's just feeling good. It don't shake as bad. It don't rattle as bad. I got those big tires on there. They make noise. But when them tires are clean, they just run smoother. When you are thankful, you see what it is? I I tell my girls this all the time. They're spoiled. They are spoiled. Worse than I was spoiled. But I tell them all the time, you know, there's never one time that my daddy come up and told me, boy, get out there and wash your nasty car. i tell you what he did do one time. This young man pulls up to pick up my sister and my daddy looks out there at that car. He said, I don't know who you are and I don't know where you come from or where you're going. But I want to tell you right now, my daughter don't ride in a dirty car. He made that rascal go wash his car and clean it out before he could come pick her up. But I go by my girls and I said, man, I pay for it. At least you could wash it. You could go to the car wash and put the wash job on my credit card. Just show that you're grateful and thankful for the things that God is. To. You say, oh, I've done it myself. I worked. I, this is my money. But who gave you the ability... When we learn how to be thankful, and we learn how to be grateful, and we learn how to give God praise and God glory for all that He has done, I'm thankful for God's goodness. I'm thankful for God's mercy. I'm thankful for God's blessings. Now you say, I know I know what you're thinking about. That ain't in the Bible. Alright, i got a scripture for you. Read Acts chapter two, right after Acts chapter two and verse number thirty eight that y'all love so much, thirty eight and forty, that we get all excited. The Bible said, with many other words (laughs) did Peter exhort unto them, saying, Save yourself from this wicked and untoward generation. So this is this is part of those many other words that I could see old apostle Peter get out there and wash your chariot. Feed your horse some good oats. Take care of it because if you take care of it, God is going to bless you and God is going to multiply. God is going to help and God is going to strengthen and then you're going to feel better. Hey Amen. I, I don't know all these, all these, all these, these, uh, counselors and all of these, they have all these big words that they use to describe uh, all of the things that that being grateful does, and it releases something in the brain and it releases all of these all of these different cells and let them work and do this and do that. Well, one reason why i 'm not going to tell you is i couldn 't pronounce the word. The other reason i 'm not going to tell you is you wouldn't know what I was talking about if I told you, so I just explained it to you in sealsby, Texas terms it releases something up there that does something down here, it makes you feel better all over, all right. Now this is what happens, this is what happens, this is what happens when we learn how to be grateful and thankful, and we learn how to tell God, thank you, and those who are around us, thank you, it lets us not be envious, it doesn't, it doesn't mess with our emotions, amen, some of you need to be thankful for the spouse that you have, after all, you picked them, We can criticize every little thing that we do not like and what we would like to change. But I want to tell you, when you learn how to be thankful for what you've got, things will get better in your life. i tell you this. i tell you this. I learned this at a very early age in my marriage. I'm about to get in trouble. I learned this at a very early age in my marriage. Now I have a problem sometimes with speaking my mind. I know y'all have a hard time believing that, but I have a hard time sometimes engaging my brain before my mouth starts starts going. I'm gonna look this way, before my mouth starts talking. <laughs> that's not a grin, that's a different look, I tell you that right now. She looks like she's grinning, but she she ain't grinning. But <clears throat> But this is the deal. This is what I learned at an early age. I learned that, that, that we could, we could make mountains out of molehills. And I could be critical and think everything's got to be perfect. Or I could focus on the things that I really like. Mmm, it makes life a whole lot better. And so life is like that in general. That there's always things happening that we wish would not happen. There's always things going on that we wish would not go on. But when we learn how to focus on all that we have and leave all that we have not, and all the things we'd like to change, and all the things we'd like to be different, alone and give God praise and glory for the things that we have going on that's good in our life, all of a sudden things start getting better. All of a sudden things start happening to our good Because the Lord tells us over and over and over Oh, be thankful unto Him Let's bless His name Oh, magnify the Lord with me Amen As Brother he says You can't make Him any bigger But the closer you get to Him The more you praise Him The more you thank Him The more you glorify Him The closer you get together And God becomes magnified Magnified in your life. <laughs> grateful people. Grateful people are less stressed than people who do not know how to be grateful. Gratitude strengthens social ties and self-worth. The devil makes people focus on all the things that they are not. When God looked at His creation and He said, He didn't say, boy, that that needs to be switched and that needs to be changed and I should do this and do that. He looked at it and said, it is good. It is good. When God created man, He looked at man and he said, man is created in my image. That's the reason why God doesn't like abortions. Man is created in his image. It's a living soul. Amen. And it was created by God. It's a human being. Murder's murder. In the womb or out of the womb it's still murder and so god is against these things but when we learn how to look through god's eyes and we le- you know god doesn't go around criticizing us all the time you know what you get at church you get more come on you can make it than it is you sorry no good for nothing things But God is always telling you, come on, get your head up. Lift your hands up. Come on, hold your head up. You're going to make it. Don't give up. Don't quit. Why? Because God sees the good in you. And God is thankful that you have a desire to be in the house of the Lord this morning. That you have a desire to come and to worship and to magnify and to glorify His wonderful name. Give Him a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. So I've got so much to be thankful for on this Thanksgiving. I I was going to attempt today to do things a little bit different with families, but we have so many over in the gym uh, preparing and serving those that are over there, so it's very difficult to do what I'd planned on doing. But I am I am so thankful for all that God has blessed me with. I'm thankful for my family. Yesterday we was riding on the bus and we had all the kids to stand up or everybody on the bus actually stood up and, and uh, told things that they were thankful for. And the blessings that they had in their life and what they would like to give God praise and thanks for. Uh, it was very interesting listening to the testimonies and the things that God had blessed everyone with and what they were so thankful for. And you know, one of the one of the things that most everybody said something about was, I'm thankful for family. And that's one of the things that the devil is attacking the most in our society. Trying to destroy the family. And I want to tell you, strong family builds strong churches. And the devil knows if he can attack the family. That's what's wrong with society today. Single parents, and I, I commend you that's trying so hard that might be a single parent today, but you know you know in doing that that's not God's plan, and that's not God's will. You just do the best with the situation that life has dealt you. But children need stability in their life. They need help. They need parents that are there for them. And if we're not very careful, we get too caught up in the things of life and all the things that we have and all the things that we desire and all the things that we want. We take for granted the most important thing. And I want to tell you parents today, there is absolutely nothing in this world that would substitute in your child's life your time. They don't necessarily want all that you can give them. I I told you this. I had done a survey in my own household. And uh, I gave my girls some paper. And I I asked them to write down the top five things in order that, that that, that we had done or things that they liked about me the best or enjoyed about me the best. And out of those things, all of those things that they wrote down, like 80% of them, yeah, they is thankful for the car. But you know, the car was like at the bottom of the list. Boy, life could have been a lot cheaper on me. But you know, 80 something percent of those things that they wrote down was the time that they spent with me. And for that, you need to take time with your family and be thankful for your family. I was in here yesterday and in the church spending some time in prayer before. We went on our little trip to Houston yesterday. And uh, I, I just come in to church to tell the Lord. And I told Him, I said, I just want to go over some things, God, that I'm so thankful for. Number one, I'm thankful for mercy. Because if it was not for the mercy of God, I would not be here today. And I'm thankful for the forgiving power of God The cleansing of the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful for that. Then I got to going down the line of some things, and there's no way to cover all of those things this morning of the things that we're thankful for. But I got to thinking about the church, this local assembly, the church in general, but then narrowing it down to this local assembly. I got to thanking God for the saints of God. For that, this morning, I want to tell each and every one of you how thankful I am for your faithfulness and your commitment to God, your desire to support the work of God and the kingdom of God. I'm thankful for the trust and the confidence that you've placed in me, my wife, and my family as being the leader of this congregation. I'm so thankful for faithful saints of God. If there's not, if 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 I'm not too careful as a pastor, I can remember one time I went to uh, preach at a church, and uh, the pastor had had on the pulpit about right here. Every time you look down at the pulpit, it had a statement that says, "Feed the sheep, never mind the goats." <laughs> I said that's pretty harsh, but. Sometimes if we as ministers are not very careful, we get too focused on the goats. That's just when people's not doing just what you want them to do or just what God wants them to do. And you you keep working and you keep working. And there has to be a balance there to where there's people that's hungry that's come to worship God and to praise God. I'm thankful for the sheep that's in the house of God this morning. That support with your faithfulness. That support... With your abilities to work and your abilities to do things in the kingdom of God. That support with your finances. This this is not possible without your support. And for that I am so thankful today. And I give you credit. This is a great church. This is a great church. This is the greatest church in the world far as I'm concerned. The greatest people in the world. And I want every one of you to know that I love you. And that I appreciate you and I'm thankful for God, to God, for you. And that you have chosen to attend First Pentecostal Church in Sealsby, Texas. Thank you so much. And from a pastor, I want to give you thanks and honor for all that you do for the kingdom of God. There are so many things that goes on and on and on that we have to be thankful for. And as we sat down to eat Thursday, we stuff ourselves beyond reasonable measures. And we come back Thursday afternoon after about three hours of laying around trying to make some more room, we come back and stuff ourselves again. Let's not forget the real point. The real point is about family and about God and being thankful for what God has given us. Take time with your family. Take time with your God. Take time to thank God. And to glorify God, and I'm thankful for all of these senior saints that have fought this battle for many, many, many years and has been faithful to the house of God. Lord bless each and every one of you. I'm thankful today. One of the one of the greatest. I, I, I'm so thankful for the Hickses attending church with us. Amen. Glad that they're here with us today. <clears throat> I'm thankful for the Pals been coming to church with us, bringing his mother. So glad for that. Amen. All the rest of you that are here, and I tell you, one of the highlights, one of the highlights, is my dear friend, Brother Kurt, being here with us today, and his and Stephanie. Glad that you are in the house of God with us today. Amen. Many prayer, many prayers been going up. And man, I tell you, the first time I seen you walk in, it was just, my heart lifted and I'm so thankful for that. I would like today, I don't know if she feels like it, but Sister Powell, I'd like you to testify if you would before we're dismissed this morning. How many love Sister Powell today? You don't, you don't have to stand up. Just, just sit there.
1: Brother Luper, I myself think this is the best church anywhere. I love everybody in it. I've been with them many years and the Lord has blessed us all the way. <laughs> you know, Brother Luper, uh, I just want to say one thing. She's, uh, she's been a great mother over the years and, uh, uh, she's been at First Pentecostal Church, Silsby, since I think I was about six or seven years old when she used to kind of spank me and make me get in the car and go to church <laughs> with her. So, uh, that puts about 60 years or so, 60 or 61 years, uh, she's been a member of the church since the old church was yeah. down and before Brother Duplisi and, and everyone. But, uh, I want to thank the church as, as a, a family, our family, and her church family, and I just want to thank the church for all they've done for her. She just looks forward to this every time I can bring her to church when she feels like it, and uh, I just want to thank you all for the, for all of it. Thank
0: Praise you. God. Praise God. She's 99. She's 99. 99 and a half, 99 and a half years old. And Lord, we're running trying to make a hundred, and ninety-nine and a half just won't do. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. God's a good God. Amen. I want you to leave this place today realizing that you've got the best thing in life, and that is the Holy Ghost. And that is serving God. And if you don't know God in the power of the Holy Ghost, you need to get to know Him today. How many is thankful for the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't we all stand over this building? Let's lift our hands and give God praise. Let's tell Him from our heart how thankful we are today. God, I love You. God, I praise You. God, I'm thankful for all that You have done. You're a good God. Thank You for Your mercy. Thank You for Your blessings. Thank You for Your goodness. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for being able to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I give you praise and glory and honor. Why don't somebody really give him some good praise today? Oh, I'm thankful, Lord. I'm thankful, Lord. I'm thankful, Lord. Praise God. Praise.